Welcome back to the show. My name is Michael Lin, and this is the MongoDB Podcast. Today, we've got another great episode where we bring together two powerful technologies, Drupal and MongoDB. Now, if you're a PHP developer, you probably already know that Drupal is one of the most popular content management systems and frameworks on the planet. It's built with PHP. Drupal offers exceptional flexibility, modularity, and a rich set of features right out of the box, making it an ideal choice for everything from simple blogs to intricate enterprise-level applications, just like MongoDB. But here's where it gets interesting, folks. Did you know that you can leverage MongoDB as the database backend for your Drupal applications? Well, our guest today is David Becker, a seasoned Drupal developer who specializes in doing just that. He's a core Drupal contributor. Today's episode is part of an exciting week of PHP activities at MongoDB. If you want to join in the fun, check the show notes for a link. You'll embark on a quest to create a MongoDB Atlas cluster and build a backend service with MongoDB Atlas and PHP. To support you on your quest, we're offering a jam-packed week of full, we're offering a jam-packed full week of educational tutorials, office hours with our best PHP experts, podcasts and live streams with leaders in the PHP community and more. After completing your quest, you'll be ready to build your application with PHP and MongoDB. But hurry, it's already begun. You'll race to complete the first quest to win swag and Atlas credits. All finishers get a MongoDB rubber ducky. I can't wait to see you in the quest. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to the MongoDB podcast. My name is David Beckham. I'm a Drupal core contributor, and I'm also the Drupal core subsystem maintainer for the database layer. And I'm also working on getting Drupal's run on MongoDB. Well, David, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Uh, yeah, it's all new and uh, <laughs> it's completely different from programming. But uh, It really is. Yeah. And so this is your first podcast. This is my very first podcast. <laughs> Fantastic. And how long have you been working on Drupal? Oh, I think uh, almost 10 years. Wow. In the last seven years on uh, getting Drupal to run on MongoDB. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it speaks to the maturity of Drupal as a as a platform, as a framework. Um, for the folks that are not familiar with Drupal, maybe give uh, an explanation of what Drupal is. Uh, uh, Drupal is a content management system. and uh, It's very good at very complex uh, uh, sites with lots of features. It has uh, uh, it is a uh, multilingual, it has a content authoring, it has an enormous amount of uh, functionality. It has uh, about over 500,000 500, modules. It has lots of integrations with other platforms. You can run it with uh, a REST backend, uh, a JSON backend, with GraphQL backend. It's um, also good as a low-code, no-code uh, tool for creating websites. And uh, yeah, the motto is come for the code and stay for the community. And the community is really, really great. Yeah, yeah. I just know there's so many sites. I mean, over a million sites on the internet that are built using Drupal, is that correct? Uh, that's correct. So yeah, it's, 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 it's a really big community and it's yeah used by a lot of sites and uh, yeah. So yeah. It, what do you need to know in order to launch and build a site using Drupal? Not much, you need a website, you need uh, a database, uh, you need PHP installed, and you need the code installed with uh, the PHP uh, Composer tool, and then you're ready to go. So it is based on PHP, and it's it's object-oriented. There's a lot of uh, helper functionality built into the, the framework and platform of Drupal. 
How much PHP do people have to know in order to leverage Drupal? It depends on what you want to do with it. If you want a reasonably simple site, or uh, we have a, a couple of uh, uh, different kinds of people who work with MongoDB, of, sorry, with Drupal. Uh, the, the, the first is the site builder. That's somebody who uses uh, Drupal as a low-code, no-code tool, who do, doesn't need to know anything about programming. Hey, you need to know what functionality is in the in the Drupal core and what kind of modules there are to extend Drupal. Yeah, there are people that only do that. And then you have also the module builders. Yeah, that, uh, when the site builder uh, needs some kind of functionality that's not uh, in a module, then they ask the module builder uh, to change uh, some, function, uh, some programming functionality to give the functionality that the site builder needs. And the same is for the front end, eh, to make it look and feel just like uh, the customer wants. Yeah, I'm, there are whole uh, agencies built on on Drupal as a, as a platform. These agencies uh, build marketing sites and CMS sites for, for customers and the, just the, the speed with which you can leverage and develop sites is phenomenal. I mean, I, I've enjoyed working with Drupal myself. And um, I, I really appreciate several things. I mean, the first thing is the speed that you can get a site up and running. And it's very simple to do that. Um, the second thing is the override ability. Because of, I don't know if it's, and I'll ask you the question, like, <clears throat> how how is it possible that you can override so many basic functions in Drupal? Um, you can write your own functionality for a module and have that override some of the basic content editing and CMS functions built right into Drupal. How, how is that possible? Yeah, the, we have a lot of extensibility into it. Uh, the, the idea is that uh, you have a base package and you can extend it in almost any way you want, including ways we rather not like you to do it, but it's also possible. But uh, the, the, the base is, is a bit like uh, uh, the Leco system for kids. And you can build it in any way you like. And what, what, yeah, it's much like that. And, and the modules are also based on that. That uh, uh, a lot of modules are made to interact with each other. It's not uh, in WordPress. It's more you, you lose you use that module or another module, and usually they don't combine very good. Uh, with Drupal, it's the opposite. We're talking today because we're at MongoDB, we're embracing the PHP community. We know that we have many, many developers leveraging PHP and MongoDB. And this is an interesting month because the day that this podcast episode airs, it's going to be November 2nd, we've got all sorts of activities for PHP developers taking place. So I want you to check the show notes and you'll find an invitation to participate in some some fun stuff. There's a uh, There's a quest that's taking place Developers can jump in and win prizes and and uh, compete virtually in uh, in the fun. Um, so we're talking today specifically about Drupal, about PHP, and MongoDB. These kind of these separate worlds collide for you. And I want to talk about how you started to get interested in helping Drupal users leverage MongoDB as a backend database. How did you first get started with that? Now, for me, I, it started with, I was very interested in uh, how uh, big, uh, big uh, social media sites 
we're running the sites. And we do, how, how do you get to scale to millions of users and still be fast? Like that's something that Drupal couldn't do and still isn't able to do eh, without using MongoDB. So eh, I was figuring out from how they do how they do those big uh, tech companies do it and what do we need to change in Drupal to do the same. And uh, uh, very quickly, I came to the conclusion that it, it was the database that we're using and how we were storing uh, data in the database. And that was, we are, in Drupal, we're using a relational data model and that is storing entity data, which, which are users and nodes and all kinds of other things and a lot of different tables. And when you need it, you need to do a big join query over a lot of tables to get that entity data out. And, and it, it isn't quick and it will never be quick and it certainly doesn't scale. And with MongoDB, you use your, uh, the document storage and it is absolutely ideal for, for how Drupal, yeah, for Drupal that uh, instead of multiple tables, it is an entity instance in, is in a single document and it's like it's made for each other. Yeah. So so why MongoDB then? Uh, first, the document model, and the other is the aggregated query pipeline that you have. Uh, it's, it's an OSQL uh, uh, database, but it also uh, enables you to do, uh, in essence, the same as you do with an SQL query language. And also, you can search very, very deeply in those uh, J uh, JSON uh, documents. And the, the, I, I haven't found any other database that comes close to what uh, MongoDB offers. It's, it's a really, really great product, and especially for Drupal. So how did you go about boiling down the entity relationship diagram that is currently for Drupal in a relational database? How did you translate that to a consolidated document model and, and maybe talk about the number of tables before and after implementing MongoDB? Yeah, it's quite, quite simple. Uh, with uh, Drupal, you have a base table and that base table is the same in uh, MongoDB. And then you have like translations. Oh, that's uh, to me are... Uh, and an embedded table, uh, every entity instance can have multiple translations. So uh, in essence, that is an array within uh, an array of arrays uh, where every array is a, a translation and you combine them in a holder array. It's an array of arrays within the, uh, within the base table. And you have also field values that belong to a translation. So it's also an array of arrays. So it's five an array of five layers deep. And it, it is instead of multiple tables, you combine it in a single document. It's you, in essence, you're just using and you, you it's the idea is very much. It's sort of like, uh, like a relational table, only then you get it out of the tables combined together in a document. In, a, in pretty much the same way, only it's now in a document and f much faster. Eh? You store it the way you use it. So it's embedding versus a referencing model, which we typically see in relational databases. So, I mean, it just makes sense that it's going to be faster. But there is this point. At, at some point, there is going to be 
a number of entities stored in the singular document within MongoDB that that it may make sense to to break it into multiple documents. Have you found that yet? Uh, I, I know we're going to get there, but uh, effort for, uh, effort. It's a it's on my to do list. Let's say it that way. I know we're going to get there, but uh, first things first. Yeah. So for the time being, a singular document uh, makes sense. So that's good to know. And and as it relates to developers switching from the traditional relational backend to leveraging the MongoDB module for Drupal, is it much in the way of uh, a change for them in how they develop sites? Now, uh, I've learned the, the last uh, six months in promoting a Drupal or MongoDB, it's going to take a lot of education. There are, there are a number of Drupal users uh, there are, there are, who know what MongoDB is and how it works, and they think it's a great idea and we should be using it. But the vast majority of the Drupal uh, developers have absolutely no idea what MongoDB is, what a, a no SQL database is, what document storage is. The only thing they have been using for the last 10, 20 years is a relational database, and they need a lot of education. Well, what I hear you saying is that it may not, may not make sense for, for many of the Drupal users and developers to even use MongoDB if it's, if it's working and the scalability is not required then continue to use the standard uh, database modules within Drupal. Um, is that what I'm hearing? For now, yes. For the uh, for the future, no. Uh, okay, uh, okay, the, you can still do the same uh, uh, projects from the current maximum size, and you earn a reasonable amount of money. But usually, when you do bigger projects, and the amount of money you're making is also much bigger, just because the, the, the business value of such a project is much higher. And I expect that a lot of uh, agency owners will go for the much bigger projects with Drupal or MongoDB, just because you earn a lot more with it. So uh, if you work in an agency and your program, you shall have to learn MongoDB. Mm, yeah, so eventually uh, MongoDB will be the way to go. Uh, absolutely. When a developer is analyzing the requirements for a customer, when do they when do they want to start thinking about leveraging the MongoDB module? Uh, at the moment, uh, uh, there's still some work that has to be done before it really is ready for production. But, uh, when it's done, yeah, we, we also need a lot of modules that need to uh, see how they work on MongoDB. So that's also some work that needs to be done. And I think what we create is if we could do a, a big show of project that really shows what Drupal MongoDB can do in, at the at, at scalability level that isn't, uh, say it, cannot be done with Drupal on uh, MySQL or MariaDB. Uh, to really get that interest going and but they shall have to learn what MongoDB is, how it works, how document model works, how the um, uh, MongoDB query language works, uh, yeah, how there are different ways how you can store uh, data in a database, and, yeah, and what what is when the right uh, solution and 
when another solution is the right solution. So yeah. One of the things I love about Drupal is the massive community. There's just so many developers leveraging it, so many sites using it, and it's just a welcoming and friendly, like the core contributors, it's a great team. And and I know there's a lot of events that take place. Um, I'm wondering if you've been to events, tell us a little bit about those that you've been to and tell me about the reception that you've gotten from the Drupal community about the MongoDB module. Yeah, it's, it's um, very split in two, uh, two categories. Uh, the first one is the people who know MongoDB and know how it works and what you can do with it. And if I explain them how, how, how entity data, entity instances are stored in documents, they're really, really enthusiastic. And it's, to them, it's really something that, that Drupal must do. And fortunately, those are the uh, Drupal core committers. So they're, they're really behind it. Only the other side is the vast majority of Drupal users who absolutely have no idea what MongoDB is, what it does, what, what NoSQL is, what, uh, what the document storage is. And these, they see absolutely no use to it. As, uh, yeah, okay. They need to be shown uh, how it is better, what you can do with it. And you need to see demonstrations and uh, show off sites and, and then they will warm up. And I understand you've, you've written kind of this demo project for MongoDB and Drupal. It's stored on GitLab. I want to tell folks, if you're listening along and you're at your desktop, of course, check the show notes and there's a link to David's GitLab where you can see kind of a working example or demo. And then we've got some other interesting links there to um, some of the activities happening this and over the next couple of weeks, uh, the PHP quests will be interesting if you're a PHP developer. So uh, so definitely you're going to want to check out the show notes and, and click those links. You went to DrupalCon. What was that like? Uh, it was my first DrupalCon ever and it was, yeah, it was really great. Uh, lots of fantastic people, lots of people. And uh, as a uh, core uh, subsystem maintainer, you also uh, talk a lot of to other people uh, who with which you have worked online for, for many years, you see them now in, the, in real life for the first time, and it's really fun. And yeah, What's it like working on the core team? The fun for me is that it's really interactive. You work really with a team. It's not, a, if you do a module, it's usually a solo project, and with core, it's a team effort. And it's also, a, yeah, a lot of responsibility, and you need to make sure that, Whatever you do, you don't break somebody's sites and uh, you add a lot of testing and a lot of uh, checking that you're, yeah, that all does what it's supposed to do. So in that, in that sense, it is always slow. You mentioned testing. What does the testing look like for the MongoDB module? Uh, there's a lot of testing in Drupal core. Uh, it, and the great thing is that if you want to uh, run Drupal or MongoDB, it needs to pass all those tests that are already in Drupal, like 40,000 of them. So if it passes all those tests, you know it works. And you, you don't need to really write extra tests just for MongoDB. And you can just use the ones that are already in core. Yeah, I love that about Drupal. I mean, testing first, it's it's really a core component of, of Drupal. I want to talk about the 
performance. And I know you haven't, what can people expect in terms of performance, switching the underlying database from relational to MongoDB? I expect that it will be uh, a lot faster yeah, for, for the, uh, the the bigger sites out there. And for the really small sites, sites there, there will not be uh, much difference. Yeah, if you have 10 nodes and then a joint will be quick and a document will be a little bit quicker, but not much. But if you have a, a, a billion nodes, then the performance difference will be enormous. And it will be the uh, the difference between it, it's practical to run the site on MongoDB and it will not be practical to run the sites on a relational database. It's, because you use document storage, getting a node out of the database is a single row from a single table. But if you have a join over 10 tables or more, and you have a billion nodes in your database, then the query will be very, very slow. And of course, what you also get with MongoDB is horizontal scalability. Uh, a relational database is is for the most part just a single server, and you you can make, use multiple servers, but it's it's difficult. It doesn't work really well, and yeah. it's not really horizontal scalability. Yeah, and as we know, MongoDB was built with horizontal scalability in mind from the very beginning. What about um, competitors to to Drupal? Have you worked with any of the other frameworks like? Uh, we offer some great documentation around Laravel, for example. Have you worked with any of the other frameworks in PHP? Uh, a little bit, not much. But uh, Laravel, if, if you want, you can use Laravel to build a really great site on MongoDB. Uh, but for the most part, you need uh, everything is, is a custom build. Uh, you need to, to add a lot of functionality yourself. And with Drupal, you get it out of the box. So that implies that it's an opinionated framework, that it does a lot for you, but you kind of have to do it in the Drupal way. Yes. If you don't, if you don't do it in the Drupal way, uh, it's, you're going to have a really hard project. Mm. So what I've found, though, is it's kind of like this 80-20 rule, where 80% of the functionality that most sites are going to require is, is covered seamlessly. It's, it's just out of the box and it works. If you're developing a site for for a customer who's going to need maybe some product space and maybe some some basic CMS functionality, I mean you're pretty much drop and go with Drupal. Where are the places that t people typically need to extend and, and jump into code and leverage Drupal's framework? With a lot of Drupal agency, the first eighty percent is done by the site builder, and uh, he or she se select which models to use, and then uh, that person gives uh, uh, gives an explanation what uh, what other functionality is needed for the client, and that's built by the uh, the module builder, and uh, the real programming. So you're explaining the structure of of a Drupal agency. Basically, you've got you've got folks that are that are selling the services. There's designers that work on the front end, and it's very extensible in terms of the front end uh, or the user facing components of, of a site with Drupal. And then you've got the folks that implement the functionality and the site builder is probably the first and most important person to begin building out the site. And then as you kind of hit the limits of 
the basic functionality in Drupal, that's when you that's when you start to look at the those massive libraries of uh, or that massive library of uh, Drupal modules that exist, and maybe you're going to choose from one of those, or maybe it's something that's that's completely custom. And um, what are some of the most popular modules out there? Uh, obviously, apart from MongoDB. Of course, yeah. What are what are the popular popular modules? Okay, we have like the group module that does. Uh, uh, yeah, if if you want to do something with groups, uh, we have a, a, a commerce module to build uh, web shops. Uh, this is an enormous amount of uh, modules out there. But I also want to say uh, that that are the traditional websites. Uh, what the last couple of years is really growing is uh, uh, working with apps like an uh, Android app an iOS app, a JavaScript app, and that's the front end. And then Drupal, uh, that's the back end. Uh, the, it's the layer between uh, the app and the database. I was going to ask about mobile responsiveness with Drupal. Is it out of the box responsive to, uh, to many different, I guess, platforms, whether it be mobile or desktop? Oh, yes. The, the majority of users are on the mobile. You did 10 years ago. You, the idea that the, the vast majority of users will be on a mobile is something very strange, but nowadays it's normal. All right, so we've got folks that are listening that are not familiar with Drupal. It sounds interesting to them. Where do they go? How do they begin their journey with Drupal? Now, on on uh, uh, the drupal.org website, and uh, there, there are a lot of links uh, for the kind of person you are to if you want to learn of or your marketing or business owner or a programmer or a site builder they're all uh, yeah for, for different kinds of personality there are different links to click to find out uh, what's interesting for drupal to you mm, yeah so visit drupal.org to begin your journey uh is there anything else you want to share with the the audience is there uh any other places or, or things that you want to promote Sorry, no, no, <laughs> not okay. really. Okay, that's, that's okay. I know you have a full-time job. I was wondering if maybe you want to promote uh, your business or I don't know. You don't have to though, that's fine. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, if you ask, ask the question again. Well, is there anything else you want to share with the audience? Maybe something you want to promote or a, a business you want to mention? Yeah, I, I'm... Uh, just like uh, most of other most other Drupal developers, I work for an agency, and ours is called uh, Finalist, and we're based in Rotterdam in the Netherlands, and uh, we a lot, do a lot of uh, sites for uh, government agencies and uh, for education. We'll include links to all of the great things that we talked about today as resources for you. If you're a developer familiar with PHP and find yourself needing to develop some sites, maybe you want to consider Drupal. We've got links also to some great blog articles by our PHP developer team here at MongoDB. So make sure you check those. And uh, I'll mention it again. We've got a, a host of activities happening this week. If you're listening to this as, the, as this podcast episode drops, it's the beginning of November. And we've got some great PHP-focused events for developers. It's going to be a lot of fun. There'll be prizes to win. So make sure you check the show notes, click those links. 
And uh, David, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Thanks so much to David for joining me today and to you, the listeners. If you enjoyed this show, leave a rating, leave a comment, let us know what you think. Share this episode with a colleague. If you want to join in the PHP fun this week at MongoDB, visit mdb.link practice PHP for more information and to sign up. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.